Hello everyone, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, wherever you are, tune in. A few seconds we will kick off. Turn off them lights. Don't want to run up that electricity bell. Just but keep on the modem. We need the modem because this is a live stream. And I do want you to, to keep keep with us for the entire thing. All will be revealed in 15 seconds. Not too long. How is everyone? Enjoying that pret sandwich? Five seconds, here we go. Hello everyone and welcome to this live stream special. I'm not alone here, I'm joined by two fantastic guests and we are going to do a little bit of an introduction and let you know why we're doing this live stream and who actually everyone is. So I'm Stephen Drew, you know, know me by now or are fed up with me talking so I'll move swiftly on but I am joined here by two fantastic guests and two that I've met in person and I'll tell you how I know everyone because if you aren't familiar, I am an ambassador of a charity called the Architects Benevolent Society, and the link's below, and you can check that out whenever you fancy. But through that charity and through being an ambassador, there are other ambassadors, and as well, we have the fabulous Mark below. So maybe, Mark, you can kick off the round of uh, the introductions and let us know who you are, and then we can jump on to the fantastic Andy afterwards. Sure. Yeah. Thanks for having uh, me and me and Andy today, Stephen. I uh, really appreciate your support. So I'm Mark Thomas. I'm the development manager at Architects Benevolent Society. Um, we are one of those classic old benevolent funds. We've been around um, for about 170 years. Uh, and as the name suggests, we only help architects. And that's not entirely true. We help what we like to refer to as the architectural community. So landscape architects, architectural technicians, technologists, and those people that help um, uh, that work within architectural practices uh, as well. So office managers to finance to IT. Um, so like I said, the architectural community or architectural family, as some people like to put it. Um, and we're here to support with things such as financial support, mental health and well-being, physical health and disability, employment and housing support. Um, so holistic support, um, as, as we like to put it. Um, and uh, yeah, we've we've got a, a network of uh, ambassadors across the UK that that help us with our geographical reach and and uh, spread that message about the support that we offer uh, and get involved in sort of quite fun fundraising activities. As you know, Stephen, you've you've been an ambassador of ours for quite some time, and and so's Andy. So um, you know, you've been involved in quite a few events over the years. We have. I have. I've been uh, um, holding the signs for the marathon people while they yeah. run, raising funds. Unfortunately, I need to run next, Mark, because I got a few <laughs> lockdown pounds I need to burn as well. But <laughs> Me it, too. I wish I had a sarcasm bell to, to ring as well, but yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I've got another noise from my waistline here. It's like, you know, we'll sort all that out. But my waistline aside, um, I love the charity. I love everything that we've done. And Andy, I've met you at a few of these events in person, and it's so good to have you here as well. Perhaps, Andy, you could tell us briefly a little bit about yourself, how you're involved in architecture, and 
and maybe a little bit about why you're an ambassador of the ABS Architects Benevolent Society. Yeah, sure. I'm, a, I'm an architect in Perth in Scotland, um, as sunny Perth as it is today. Um, and I got involved with the ABS after uh, I became a beneficiary, actually, first of all, in 2014. They helped me out after I had a really bad accident. Um, and then Mark managed to twist my arm to come in and, and help out a little bit more, became that ambassador, which is how I met yourself, Stephen. Um, yeah. And now taking that next step of going, right, okay, let's give a little bit more. And, you know, now newly appointed as a trustee. Ooh. And a oh. trustee. I should have a shirt and tie on, maybe. Oh, I've got to get a clap for the trustee. I've also got, like, a little... A little trumpet, but I don't know what sound effect you have for a trustee. But I will. I think. I think definitely. The, I think definitely the trumpet. Yeah, that, I that think is definitely the one. Yeah. If you feel a trustee and you walk in the office, you should have a trumpet. We we'll put that on. We'll put that on the list, Mark. But we you haven't had time for red carpets and trumpets because I mean a few years ago at the Arctic Benevolent Society, a lot of the focus was about mental health, especially during the pandemic. And maybe later, Andy, we can we can build up on the kind of the stories of the people that you've seen um, help on your story. But right now, though, what's quite interesting is that before in the pandemic, you had a different set of problems, Mark, and now there's a, there's an appeal that you're doing for the cost of living. And I feel it as well. Unfortunately, I've invested in an LED wall. Luckily, they're LEDs, but otherwise, with the cost of living, this wall would, would, would cost a lot. And I joke about that, but the truth is, cost of living at the moment is really expensive isn't it and architecture is an amazing profession but it's a lot of people are quite struggling with the rising costs so mark do you want to give us a little bit of an overview of like why you're doing this um you know crisis appeal yeah sure well it's been obviously if unless you've been living under a rock for the last six months you know you've um you would have heard about the cost of living crisis um yeah. hitting the uk and it's more of a sort of a, a global impact as well it's not just uk but um yeah. you know living standards in the uk um you know are expected to fall the fastest annual rate since the 1950s at the moment so the cost of heating electricity mm -hmm. and food have all increased um yeah. but earnings have, have not gone at that pace um mm -hmm. So we've always had this, like I said earlier on, this holistic support that we offer, and it's, you know, mostly sort of financial support where we give um, monthly and one-off grants. Um, yeah. And um, those cover those essentials such as heating and, and, and food and, and things like that. Um, yeah. But this year, because of the cost of living crisis, we've, we've uh, um, just uh, last month, we decided to allocate an additional £40,000 into our budget to help with those costs that, that people may be facing. Um, we help around 1,400 people a year uh, wow. within the architecture profession, um, and we're expecting that increase, like it did with the pandemic, to, to go up. Um, and obviously, there is the mental health aspects that you need to sort of consider with this. It's mm. not always just the, the, the financial um, um, no. impacts that it has on people's lives. I mean, during the pandemic, um, we uh, we saw that mental health was one of the biggest things that people come to us for for for, for support, um, and it, it for the reasons for for people applying for help, it's around about sixty percent. Um, wow. So we're expecting that to also increase with the financial support that we are able to give. Um, so we look at how we can maximise people's income 
um, with the help of our welfare welfare benefit advisors, of which we've got around about, I think, maybe 12 to 14 of them across the UK. Um, And they're there to sort of help people claim benefits um, of what they may be entitled to. And then what we do at ABS is um, we top up the statutory support um, that uh, that people receive to make sure that people don't, you know, are not just making ends meet, they're actually... um, being filled to, to, you know, to, to be a valued member of society and and yeah. and uh, and and um, uh, sort of have a decent quality standard of living, which everyone should be entitled to. Um, so, it like I said again, it's not just um, um, the financial support that we're able to offer; it's so much more than that. And um, it's the, the mental health support is ju- is just one of them, but also we're, we're able to help with employment advice and. We are mm. partnered with um, an incredible uh, organization called Renovo who are able to help people get back on their feet and, and into work um, should they be facing sort of unemployment or any sort of redundancy. Um, and we, we, we try to sort of um, bridge the gap that people as well are facing between going between jobs and, and we're, we're there to sort of offer those one-off or monthly grants uh, to help people until they are back on their feet and and, and steady again, so <clears throat> that's what we're kind of focusing on in response to the cost of living crisis. Um, mm. But as such, as well, you know, we, we need to find that money from somewhere else. So we've actually launched a cost of living crisis appeal for mm. uh, individuals to um, sign up and 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 give. Uh, if they can, if they're able to do so, uh, give a monthly donation or a one-off donation uh, to ABS to help us uh, continue uh, this support that we've got. Um, so we've just launched that appeal, um, and it, it's gone out to all of the individuals that, that that currently support us. So we're asking if you can, uh, you know, if, if you are able to do so, if you could um, um, help with just a one-off or a regular donation a monthly donation of just 10 pounds could pay for a three-month energy grant for a family so they Mm. don't have to choose whether to pay their energy bill or or feed their children um so you know it's kind of like now more than ever we we sort of you know we really need your support um even five pounds um could go towards feeding uh one family for a week five pounds a month is you know, sixty pounds a year. So um, it's really important when you when you think about the, you know, um, the sort of breakdown of funds like that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, th- this service provides a sort of much needed support for architects and aspiring ones, and um, and uh, we we you know we've always been calling on the industry to sort of do more to help us um, mm. with. With, with funding our sort of welfare projects and things like that. And, you know, over the last few weeks, I've had some really interesting conversations and some great support from a lot of architectural practices and membership bodies who uh, are helping us with this long-term sustainable um, uh, um, giving um, so, so we, we can continue to, to help more people. Um, some of the practices I've spoken to, Glenn Howes, Architects, um, uh, Alfred Hall Monaghan, Morris, the Chartered Institute of Architectural technologists they've all come forward and um and really sort of helped us with this uh crisis and and, and given us uh, long-term sustainable sort of income um so but more needs to be done and we're, we're calling on individuals and, and practices and everybody just to help us with this appeal and, and give what they can and um and 
just as importantly, please raise awareness that ABS is here to support should uh, should you need it. Yeah, I think and I think that's really important here, and especially the awareness. I think is is a key thing, and I, I do believe that is a really important cause you're doing. And what I'd like to touch upon is because this is a live stream. Um, if there's any questions you want to ask ABS as well, we can bring that up on the screen as long as they're polite and not rude. You know, well, Mark's got a good sense of humor. As long as it's <laughs> PG 13 and below, we can, we can we can bring up a question. And um, I would I would love to expand on this as well. So the call to action is important, and obviously, mm. so you can check out the ABS, check out all the stuff they do, and look into helping. But perhaps if you're suffering at the moment, or you're you're oh. feeling like like you're in a bit of a stressful situation. I mean, it would be good. And like maybe opening this up as well, Andy, if you want to have a, a chat about it as well. I mean, uh, do you, Andy, do you speak to a lot of people in architecture or maybe under undue stress? Or have you heard of anyone uh, at the moment in the cost of living crisis? I'd love to know a little bit about uh, if, you, if you can help illustrate for the audience some, maybe some case studies where people have come to the ABS and they've been helped by all the good services that Mark says the ABS does. I mean, do you have any first-hand experience or have you cured anyone? Um, not, initially, not, not initially at the moment in terms of the cost of living crisis um, mm -hmm. because I've got not got that sort of daily involvement with the ABS in terms of who, who they're supporting. Um, mm -hmm. I'm being a sole trader. I'm not necessarily in, in contact or, or, or seeing people in, in offices. Um, mm -hmm. But certainly I know myself in terms of, you know, where, where costs have gone and personal costs. And, you know, I, I just made a trip for, for some concerts and I, I cannot believe the amount it cost us in petrol and then even, you know, trying to keep ourselves in, in food and everything. It was just, it was absolutely yeah. crazy, you know. Yeah. But, uh, but touching back to, you know, in, in terms of beneficiaries and even if I could talk a second on my own experience, you know, when I, mm -hmm. when I had my accident, um, it was, as Mark says, it was, it was a top up. It was, you know, financial support that allowed us to, to not just break even, but to actually have a little bit more money that, that, that assisted mainly at the time when I had my accident with my wife being able to travel to see me in hospital because I was 50 miles away and she was traveling every single day. So that, those additional fuel costs or train mm -hmm. costs or whatever were something that the grant that um, the ABS were able to give give to myself um, helped with. And then it continued afterwards once I got back. Um, and it was, it was a top up to, you know, you get your statutory sick pay, it's not great. You know, but uh, fortunately, being a sole trader, I had an insurance policy that gave me some money. Um, Good. But, you know, you get these things, you take these policies out because you're told to when you're a sole trader, what if you can't work? And then there's a 13-week lead-in period and you think, right, I'm not getting any money for 13 weeks. 13 weeks comes in and they're like, oh, no, you don't get it for another four weeks because you get paid in arrears like you do if oh. you're working in an office. So it was actually 17 weeks before, you know, I got any... Um, you know, replacement salary coming in and certainly, you know, living off savings and, you know, the ABS was almost immediate. I think it was within, you know, six weeks or so on. Um, financial support was was there. Um, of course, it went straight to my wife, so I, I don't actually know. Um, I know I got money. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I was in hospital. I was out of it, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? You're like, so, I'm pretty sure that there was a bank transfer and support from the yeah. ABS. I'm pretty How sure much that was, though? Yeah. I, I thought yeah. it was a little bit more than what came yeah. in. 
Yeah, I did. I did notice that when she came to visit me in hospital, she started to spend a little bit more time going shopping. You know, she disappeared <laughs> off. She was immaculately you know, dressed you know. for your hospital visits then, Andy. <laughs> she, was, she was indeed. You know, but but yeah, you know, jo- joking apart, you know, it's mm. it's excellent financial support, and then it's not yeah. just financial support though. There is there is obviously the you know the mental health side of things as well when you're recovering from an accident the, you know the fact that they, they mm-hmm. keep in touch with you and anything that you need even any equipment or anything that, that you might yeah. need to, to assist you physically or whatever is um is there and is is there for you you know mm-hmm. um i mean in scotland we do ambassadors in scotland we we meet once a month um so it is something that we've been talking about um you know, one thing from lockdown is done. We've actually made the ambassadors in Scotland closer because we, we have a meeting once a month via Teams and um, just sit and chat. And sometimes it's support for one another. Um, and sometimes it's talking about oh, what can we do? How can we yeah. best support people? Um, and what call to action is there that we can we can try and put into put into place? Mm. Um, mm. Absolutely. I mean, just touching on what, what Andy said about our ambassadors, if if people weren't able to um, to feel that, that they, they could financially, you know, make a donation to ABS, yeah. um, there are other ways in which you can help ABS, and that's by raising awareness about the work mm-hmm. that we do. Um, to your networks and and, and things and but one of the ways you can do that is by becoming a volunteer ambassador um which uh, i've got a link actually which if it's okay Stephen, i can post yeah. a bit about becoming an ambassador please um, put the link and well, i'll get up what i'll do now while we're talking is i'll bring up actually the website and, and mark you can drive me on the website because <laughs> i'm doing it live so you tell me if i'm well, clicking is, on the right on really the right pages idea. Actually, if, if I could actually talk about our eligibility as well. Um, we have yeah. an eligibility checker on our, on our website. Uh, so if you go to Get Help, Stephen. Um, get Help, uh, okay. Get help, help. Um, on, there's the eligibility checker. So if you're unsure if, if you are eligible for support, you can come here and just click through these fields. Uh, typically, if, let's say, for example, you are an architect um, and uh, you, were, you were looking for support, we... We help, um, our, our eligibility criteria is that you have to have worked in the UK for one year uh, in, right. in a paid role to be to be able to uh, access our support. Uh, and if you're an employee of an architectural practice, it's that you have to have worked within practice uh, for two consecutive years within the last five years. And mm. if you're a student, anybody who's done their part one onwards is eligible for, for our support. Um, uh, and if you're an undergrad, uh, then there's limited support with our partnership with Anxiety UK. Uh, but it's all on our website. You can you can click through the eligibility criteria in the fields. And if you've got any questions or you're unsure about anything, you can go to our help email um, and contact our welfare department. Um, so our welfare team, uh, there's three of them, Deirdre, uh, uh, Aidan and Helen. And uh, Aidan and Helen have a, have a back background in, in, in social work so any conversation you have with them is strictly private and confidential every mm-hmm. call is dealt with really sensitively and um and if if you feel like you're still not eligible for support you can chat to them and they would always try and sort of signpost you to another organization that may be able to help in addition to the support that you would get from abs um so it's always worth just having a quick 10 minute conversation with them. Like I said, everything is strictly private and confidential and uh, each case is dealt with very sensitively. Um, they've done this job many years now. They've heard it all. 
um, everybody's got their own unique stories uh, and uh, and everything that they want to share, but they they really have um, they, they've they've heard um, they've heard it all. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, they're 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 really fantastic. And like I said, our eligibility is uh, is uh, has recently changed. We're now able to help those people that work in practice, from anybody from like an office manager to somebody who works in finance. Um, so we're looking to help more and more people and um uh, things are all are always changing so um and so is um the ways in which we support so we're always looking uh, at developing uh, little pilot schemes um mm. uh which i won't go into too much detail about at the moment because they are just pilot schemes but um um we're always looking to, to develop that help especially around well-being uh, and, and mental health um uh i think the reasons for applying for help last year, about sixty percent were all well-being and mental health focused. Wow. So um, that sort of seems to be. I think a lot of people can sort of identify with that being, you know, working in practice where you know you work long hours, um, the sort of studio culture that sort of comes with that. Um, yeah. And a lot of students really these days um, are mm -hmm. identifying with that as well, which you've, um, you know, you. We, we hear a lot about these days, sadly. Um, mm. So, yeah, we've, I mean, in the time that I've been at ABS, I, I started here in uh, 2014. And at the time, we were helping 400 people a year. And now we are helping almost 1,500 people. Wow, my goodness, so that's, that's gone up huge, isn't it? It's gone up a Whoa. lot because of our partnership with Anxiety UK and having a fantastic network of ambassadors across the UK, such as Andy and yourself. So uh, helping us sort of push that message that we are here to support. So as you can imagine, our spend has gone up <laughs> as well, um, but we're getting fantastic support from people making donations to appeals like the cost of living crisis appeal that we've got. And we're getting fantastic support from a lot of practices and membership bodies, the RIAS, uh, CIT, um, you know, uh, Wilkinson Air, Alfred Hall, Monaghan, Morris, you know, just to name, but you know, but a few, Glen House, you know. Yeah. Um, we're getting so much support from those large practices and membership bodies because, you know, their staff and, and their, their their members are kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's they're, they're making it known that, you know, that there are, people are struggling um and um and and people need support so it's yeah. a good thing that we're, we're here to sort of you know uh help and and top up any sort of statutory support that people would be getting well i think it's great and important because it's kind of i felt that there's especially a hole there and i think yeah. in architecture as well having yeah. that support is so important and not everyone's aware of, of the stuff that yeah. abs is doing i've had a yeah. comment that's popped in from Samuel, which says it's great you guys are working with such a cause. Uh, the built environment sector has suffered mortifyingly the, um, during the cost of the crisis. It's good to know that there are countries such as the UK where professionals unite to help each other. So thank you wow, for that thanks. comment. Yeah, yeah, but it is it is tough there, and maybe just to share some of the insights I see, especially on recruitment. Oh, oh. It, there is there's a skill shortage, especially in the UK, but then there's also, especially architecture practices. I mean, a lot of it's dictated by the fees with companies and clients, and and so on and so forth. And it's not yeah. a simple. I I see at the moment people are saying to me that they still struggling to get pay increases, uh -huh. which are in line with with. The the cost of living because it is crazy isn't it i mean my electricity bill 
I know I've got my lights on the wall, but my electricity <laughs> bills doubled. Um, the lights have doubled, but it has genuinely doubled. And I don't really have much on in the house other than the light. So it's, I always think that, imagine, especially if I was a part one enter in the industry, you know, it's, it's quite a precarious position, the lower your salary on, especially with the bills rising up and and it's and it's everything isn't it it's like food when you're traveling to work it's uh, you know and as you said it's about how do you support your family on oh. an architecture salary and i love oh. architecture i think it's a great industry you have oh. to kind of fall in love with designing buildings you have to you know there's amazing stuff you can do in architecture but for example it's just popped out in the news i think it was the guardian or something else they ranked the architecture education courses which exit with the highest amount of debt and architecture was the biggest one right because it's even it's costs money to study architecture it costs money to do printing everything costs 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 are going up and architecture salaries are quite modest so i think especially while you're building up in your career to have that support is equally important yeah. mark i i met a, a student at sheffield university about three four years ago maybe something like that who said that they um they were looking once they were fully qualified they were looking mm. at the student uh, loans will be in the region of a hundred thousand pounds. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, I um, think it's it's seventy just, to a hundred thousand. Yeah, fathom that. I think it's just uh, how 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 have we got here? <laughs> I know. know. And then how do you pay, how do you pay yeah. that off, Mark? Isn't it? It's uh, like I know. That's... And you know, my my parents' generation, it was it was free. Um, <laughs> you know, it was. Uh, I I I just I, I can't. And, and and there's no wonder why. There is, you know, we, we get so many young people coming to us for mental health support. Yeah. Um, and I think this is something, again, I, I should just really touch on uh, with the mental mm. health support um, is, uh, as I said, you know, uh, the majority of people coming to us are, are, are coming to us because of mental health support. But um, the, the who we're partnered with is Anxiety UK and their service is incredibly fast. If you were to go down you know, the obvious route of going to your GP and asking for support, and then they would refer you on for counseling. Yeah. To get that counseling, you could be waiting about eight or nine months. Um, and if we refer you over to Anxiety UK, you could be seeing a counselor within two weeks. Mm, that's I mean, great. That's incredibly fast. Again, all, this whole service is all paid for by ABS, and we would pay for up to 12 sessions of counseling or CBT or, or any other kind of uh, sort of dedicated sort of therapy uh, that they practice. They have uh, about 400 approved therapists throughout the UK. So they're a big organization. They've been around since the fifties. Uh, and um, we've got such a good partnership with them. And, um, and what would typically happen is an individual would come to us, um, would speak to our welfare team, uh, discuss, um, what uh support would is, is available and um they would refer them on to anxiety uk anxiety uk will perform a well-being assessment on the individual and that that well-being assessment determines what level of support is needed 
and then ABS pays for that support. So it's all free to, to the individual. Now, again, with the, with this support through AUK, a what I mentioned earlier about our holistic mm -hmm. support, um, is that if somebody comes to us with a, with a mental health issue, we would try and we, we, we look at like, we were originally set up as a, um, a relief of poverty charity. But over yeah. the last five or six years, we've been looking at prevention of poverty. So if somebody comes to us with, for example, with a, a mental health issue, we would refer them on to Anxiety UK, but we would try and find out what has caused that mental health issue. It could be that right. they um, have been made unemployed. So we would refer them on to uh, our employment specialist to help in that area as well as the mental health area. It could be that um, they have, they're in a lot of debt. So we would mm. talk. To, we would uh, refer them over to um, one of our um, benefit advisors, so they're getting. You know, they're able to claim the benefits that they should be. And um, it may be the case that they've got a family and they need a monthly grant or a one-off grant or something like that. So we try to help in other areas to make sure that people, um, you know, aren't just receiving one service; they're receiving multiple services, so they yeah. don't fall back into that poverty. Um, you know, um, so we, we we try to sort of prevent um that from 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 happening really so it's not just one area that we can help with it's several areas yeah and they're normally quite connected aren't they mark as you say because you uh, know well struggling with for example the cost of living can add to your anxiety or it can get compounded and and so you kind of get this downward spiral then of happening where you feel right. trapped in the situation you're not quite sure what to do and there's something that you touched upon which is quite important because years ago um i used to run a business so a little bit like as you mentioned andy you were you were a sole trader before i used to run a business and at one point that was winding down and right. i had i was in a it was a very messy kind of arrangement and i felt really incredibly stressful extremely anxious and as you said, Mark, I looked at the NHS for counseling. I felt like I needed some therapy, needed to talk this through. And you're right, because it was um, a professional situation, because I, I wasn't in, quote, quote unquote, like a domestic uh, situation in my, in my living where I lived, which was uh, high risk. I think I was on like a waiting list of six to seven months. And in the yeah. end, I went private. Luckily, oh. at the time, I had finances to do that but not everyone does have not that option does, yeah. Mm. and yeah and waiting seven months is it's a huge amount of time especially yeah. if you're in a precarious position um so mm. i i agree with you and i think that's what i was quite keen to do this call because it's twofold obviously if people are in the position to help others in their career it's amazing and they should get in touch and find out all the stuff that the abs does but equally if you kind of tuned into this live stream and you thought what's all this about and maybe you're a bit uh you would like to talk to someone as mark said in confidence because it's all private and you work in the architecture industry then you should get in in touch with the abs and actually i agree with you just sharing it with your network maybe someone will see the, what mm. the architects benevolent society does yeah. and then they get in contact because okay. the other thing is um i imagine that mark or and you tell me but when uh, sometimes people Maybe they feel a bit awkward or shy coming forward about all this stuff. Maybe they feel awkward about talking about that they're struggling paying the bills, you know, that maybe there's pride there or or not sure what to do. Um, but 
everyone that calls in, Mark, it's it's treated confidentially and everyone's yeah. situation's completely different. Is that mm. right? That's right. Yeah, it is. You know, um, everyone's case is, is completely different. And touching on what you just said about um, the pride thing, we've noticed as well that like, you know, well, a bit before my time, but I heard that during the recession, you know, in 2008, 2009, um, mm. um, is when we were like incredibly busy people who lost their jobs and things like that but yeah. we we found it you know challenging trying to persuade people to come to us for support because right. i think architects have this this is sort of in in sense sort of you know um pride in you know I, i've i've worked you know my backside off to you know got this degree and, yeah i'm educated you know, I've, I've got know, my I'm, yeah I've, charters I've, yeah, I've, I've kind of, you know, spent the last seven to 10 years, you know, um, you know, getting to where I am now and then, you know, to fall on sort of hard times and have to ask for help is, you know, a bit sort of demoralizing and, and sort of, yeah. bit sort of um, crushing uh, for a lot of people. But, you know, we're all human beings. We're all, you know, this close away from, um, you know, uh, you know, we're, we're like two paychecks away or one paycheck away from, you know, being in sort of, quite destitute sort of um, circumstances and there's no yeah. shame in, in asking for support uh, when you need it um, and uh, it's great that there are charities like ABS that are here um, to offer that support um, to people um, when they need it and you know the, the, the NHS is a wonderful thing I think we all all will agree on that but um, yeah. due to sort of you know um, government cuts and resources and the pandemic and everything they're stretched um, aren't they mark they're, they're, they are stre they're absolutely stretched and to be able to get such fast support from anxiety uk um completely free if you're eligible for that yeah. support is, is 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 brilliant you know i, I got contacted recently by um a, a, an architectural student in the united states um who um he said that him and his classmates said to come across our website and could not believe what they were reading about um, the support that was available. And he he was saying that they they had no they you know they they'd never heard of anything like that in America, and they were asking if we knew of any organisation similar to us uh, over there because they're 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 in real desperate need for it. And um, it's interesting. I mean, there there is the only other sort of architectural um charity that i know of that does a similar um uh, line of support that we do uh, there is another architects benevolent society in ireland right um, and um so if you are listening in, in ireland we we obviously um cover northern ireland um in our sort of national support um but um but yeah there is there is there is also an, another charity in ireland uh, that can can support if you are watching or listening to this uh from there but um yeah it's great that there are charities like this you know there's so many benevolent funds like these really old ones we've been around 173 years Gosh. um you know well. of, um, you're looking well, well. Crises. i mean i put on a bit of weight during the pandemic but uh but other than that i think i'm i think i'm doing pretty good yeah <laughs> no i think it's interesting you're talking about i mean i, I lost my job during the recession 2008 2009 which is when i set up on my own um yeah. and that initial six months is just 
you know, it's, it's devastating. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I'd been with the practice for a long period of time. So, you know, there was a, a reasonable uh, amount of uh, cash made available to me to, to get me through, to give me time to heal. But I didn't even at that time consider the ABS as something that I could yeah. actually apply to or, or go to for support. Um, and I think that's where the awareness comes in, the work that, you know, we do as ambassadors, Stephen, and, and, yeah. and trying to make people aware of the fact that, you know, there is support out there for you. You're never, ever, ever alone. Um, yeah. And that pride aspect is that you hit the nail on the head there, Mark, that you do have that thing. You know, you've, yeah. you've studied for seven years you've gone through parts one two and three you know you've, you've got all these you know initials and, and uh, letters after your name and then all of a sudden you're like wait a minute I'm, I'm out i don't i don't know what to do i don't know where to turn to because you just always imagine the path's going to be going to finish architecture oh. school i'm going to go into a job i'm going to be a partner yeah. i'm going to be a star architect i'm going to be this this wonderful architect <laughs> you know and the reality is that's not what that's oh. not what happens Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and even, you know, when, you know, I'm building the practice, when I built the practice over the sort of three, four years before I had my accident, um, once I had the accident, then you're starting that again. And that's the time when financially it was a squeeze. Um, and financially it was a squeeze again, post-Brexit vote, when, when it just was like, oh, yeah, let's get everything for nothing. We're not going to pay architects fees anymore. We'll try and, um, you know, knock everybody down because we're not going to be part yeah. of Europe anymore. Fortunately, that you know, we seem to have, well, we've come the other side of that and, and to a certain extent for me in terms of fee levels, but um, it's um, it's still, you know, you know, money mm. and nothing is going quite as far as it was before. You, you talked earlier on, Stephen, in terms of, you know, your your bill. I, I'm now getting monthly updates from my energy company in terms of our energy usage and, and what that's costing us. And I got mm. one just at the end of, uh, for me, um, now the heating, yeah, it was on just a little bit. We're up in Scotland. It's never like, you know, totally warm up here, yeah, but yeah. It, was on, it was never on as much as it would be in the winter time. And the cost for for me was the same as it would be for one of the winter months last winter. Oh, I know. And it was it's scary, isn't it? Wow. It's just crazy. You know, as you say, doubled, yeah. doubled in cost. So, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of pressure, obviously, on the ABS in terms of giving financial support. But um, that's why the society is there, is to, to help people in their time and need and, you know, yeah. help, help you to get through. Mm. Yeah, and like I said earlier on, we're we're looking to um, sort of develop that support. We're always looking at, uh, at progression, and how. I mean, I've I've <laughs> I've worked in the charity sector for the last twenty years, and um, and this is the most fulfilling charity I've I've ever worked for. The the um, the response to people uh, to their to their needs is so fast. It's really impressive, and. Um, and and I've also just been so sort of overwhelmed and impressed by um, how we've developed in the few years that I've been here, uh, and I've seen this progression. And you know, I mean, I, I first met Andy, I don't know five years ago, I think it was, yeah, and yeah. Um, when when Andy became uh, an ambassador for us, and um, and now Andy is uh, a trustee. He sits on our welfare committee. And he's hey. going to be, you know, one of the the people um, that are going to be developing our welfare um, and uh, and all of our support services. 
Um, and it's going to be a really exciting few years ahead, I think. Uh, over the next five years, I, th I think there's going to be some really um, useful things that are going to be available uh, to the architectural community through ABS. Um, but yeah, but like I said, I mean, you know, we're here to talk about the cost of living crisis and 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 our our appeal and everything. And and if you can help us with that sustainable income, so we can do these, um, uh, you know, so we can develop these these support mm. services, then then please do so. Please, if you can, you know, give a, a one off or a regular donation to, to support yeah. the work that we're doing, we'd really appreciate it. Or, yeah. or speak to your your practice that you work for, maybe, and ask them to to get involved. Um, we would appreciate all, all the support we can get, so we can continue yeah. to help more people, not just through this crisis, but long into the future. I'll bring it up here now, but what I quite liked as well, maybe Mark, what would be really cool is, can you help visualize um, how much a donation, what kind of, how we can affect, where so a little small donation can affect two, three, four people or a more site? Because I thought that was interesting and I had some stats earlier. I think it was on yeah. one of the pages as well. But can you visualize that? people because actually i think a small donation goes a long way right it does yeah yeah i mean if if you were to give regularly i mean we we, we do us obviously we get one-off donations from people and that's amazing we're so grateful and we really value it thank you very much yeah. but the uh, the regular donations have a real long-term impact so that's kind of why we ask people to give regularly um and just by mm -hmm. giving um five pounds a month that could go towards five pounds a month being 60 pounds a year that could yeah. go towards feeding one family for a week um if you were to double that and give 10 pounds a month so 120 pounds a year um that could help a low-income household keep their house warm for the next three four months uh 20 mm. pounds a year um so what's that uh 240 pounds a year so 20 pounds a month 240 pounds a year um you know that could pay for a well-being assessment with anxiety uk um and um that you know that will go towards sort of you know supporting people who are finding these times that are really hard, hard to sort of you know uh, to cope with um yeah so i mean if, if you think about it i think one of the one of the things i said to somebody uh recently is just you know that five pounds a month um you know i i live in london <laughs> and um it's uh you know that that's less than a pint um if you mm -hmm. if you put about it you know think about it in those terms um so you know just just that five pounds a month and even if you gift aid that as well we get an extra 25 percent on top of that so if you give say 10 pounds a month that's really 12 pounds 50 uh, mm. a, a month to us and um and uh over the course of that year it, it sort of you know it, it goes towards supporting things that could really make a difference in somebody's life especially a mm. family as well there's so many families that we help um it, like, as I mentioned earlier on, it's not just architects and AT professionals, landscape architects, and those people that work in offices that we help. It's also their dependents um, of past mm. and present members of the profession as well. Um, so there is a lot of families that we help, and one that sort of you know always sort of springs to mind is the you can read about it on our website, but it's the Low family, who's um, they had a son uh, have sorry have a son who. Um, uh, has Prader-Willi syndrome, which is um, uh, a condition where um, you have an appetite which just can never be fulfilled. And um, it's a, a learning and behavioral 
um, disability as well. And um, I think it was uh, the father was an architect and um, and I think the child was one of maybe three or four children. Um, and um, they they were finding it really a real struggle every month um, to, to put food on the table and pay for bills. So we were able to step in with a regular grant for them uh, to, to keep them afloat until their circumstances um, uh, inevitably changed. But it wasn't just you know that that we were also there for. We also looked at other ways in which we could we could help as well. And they're just one of many families over the years that we helped. We've always got this. Um, I'll get it for you actually. This uh, picture. Oh, he's got he's we, got uh, walkies. You've got uh, your yeah. headphone on now, haven't you? There I've you go. That was smart. On. There was um uh, I think Michelle was a landscape architect. Let me bring that up that, now. I may have got that wrong. But, um, we um we paid i can't remember her exact circumstances but i remember what we did we 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 helped fix their leaky roof and their michelle's daughter um drew this thank you picture for us oh wow there you go um which we've always got up in the in the office as a reminder of um you know just the work that we do here and why it's important and you know it, it was obviously something that you know, Michelle's daughter, at a very young age, um, was incredibly grateful for, for the support and the side that draws this picture. And we think it's lovely. And we, yeah, we've always got it up on the wall here. Well, I've just taken it down now, but, um, yeah. but um, awesome. we're, we're, we're always um, incredibly grateful of receiving like nice letters mm -hmm. and, and things like that from people about, um, you know, thanking us for the support we were able to give them. So, um, yeah. Very good. It's very good. I am. Um... I'm quite impressed and I am always staggered at the range of help that the ABS yeah. provides and actually how nimble we have to be because mm. I, I love architecture to, um, to death. Mm. I think the nature of the profession though is that we're it's such a prone to economic climates, mm. you know, mm. whether jobs are coming on on site and, and the cost of materials because this comment came in while we were speaking <clears throat> from Samuel again, which says in the Dominican Republic, the sector has has seen primarily an increase of 200% of cost of construction materials in terms wow. of the living crisis. This has affected the original cost of properties, so it's difficult to buy properties that were sold during the construction phases. People have to uh, withdraw um, because the final price just got too high, plus the cost of life are increasing. So it is so interesting to see how so many facets change the 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 landscape of, mm. of um, architecture. And I'm I'm really happy you're both here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a round of applause both now, especially any your trustees who get an extra round of applause. But maybe because we're at this nice segue and always keep an eye on it, like the 45 minutes point where we can wind down. We're going to let Mark um, everyone know where they can they can go again. But maybe if there's any uh, final thoughts, Andy, that you have and then Mark before we wind down, how people can get in touch or anything that's popped into your head as we're speaking. Um, Go for yeah. it, Andy. If there's anything, yeah, yeah. I, I I think the thing is, you know, you know, forget forget that pride. If you if you need help, if you're struggling, then 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 get in touch because it is, yeah. as you say, it's multifaceted in terms of the help that you can get. 
I, and the thing I loved about what Mark said there as well was the fact that it's, you know, they, they will assist you uh, with whatever your current need is, but then always look at what how other help can they give you as a preventative measure um, mm. to make sure that you don't fall through that, that hole again um, and that you do get that support to give you a sort of sustainable um, situation that you can then, um, you know, move on with. Um, yeah. So, you know, and, and you know, talk to, looking at the, you know, guy from the Dominican Republic talking about construction materials, well, we all know, uh, it's just, it's just crazy at the moment. And I've got clients that have, you know, stopped projects and said, no, we can't go any further forward, you know, and one, yeah. one recently that I need to catch up with who we redesigned the scheme to save money. We started it in 2000 and now we're at the other side of the, um, the whole COVID crisis oh. and Brexit and all the sort of global supply chain issues. And it's come in £50,000 more than the original cost oh. that she... And oh. and you're like, what can you do? We've redesigned the scheme to get the mm. cost down and it's ended up coming in £50,000 more, which is just absolutely crazy. Um, so, was, you know, that, yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that will have a knock-on effect, mm. I think, on, on the livelihood of practices. That's, you know, mm. that, that's, that's got to at some stage. Um, so, you know, mm. absolutely, you know, carrying on the work, the great work that the ABS do and, and mm. you know, that's part of the reason for, for me becoming a trustee is just to sort of, uh, to assist with that, to sort of do, do my part for the charity that helped me and the charity that I've kind of seen through being an ambassador is, mm. is way, way yeah. more multifaceted than I thought it was when I was getting my assistance in 2014, mm. you know, mm. so... Um, and yeah. I think it was 2014 into 2015 I got got assistance, so it helped me get back on my feet. Um, mm-hmm. And um, you know, probably went back because I'm a sole trader. Went back to work earlier than I should have done. Um, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not embarrassed to say it. And then <laughs> slipped through the, the the hole again, you know, and slipped through the net, but um, was able to sort of bounce back quite quickly from it. Um, but yeah, the ABS have always always kept in touch. You know, every every year, every six months or so, mm. you know, um, yeah. Aidan or Veronica would would get in touch with me and then pop in or phone calls or whatever. Um, yeah. And it's that follow up as well. It's that you know you get you get that support now, but they will always be there, be oh, there for that's you. Nice. Um, yeah. Always be there to to assist you as you move forward. Um, yeah. And one of the things I got involved with recently was was talking about beneficiaries, being beneficiaries, having almost like a beneficiaries network because we are all there. We all see the benefit of um, what what we've been able to, what the ABS have been able to do for us. Um, but being able to sort of get together and perhaps share stories is something that we're 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 looking at to see if there's a network that we can we can put together, which then can benefit and inform the services that the the ABS are given because you're you are, um, you know you know in my own personal case it was the physical recovery first of all, yeah great when you're in hospital as soon as you get out of hospital and you've got to carry on that physical recovery it becomes that sort of mental recovery as well of adjusting back to to normality it never goes back to what it was before but adjusting back to it um no i didn't need to use anxiety uk fortunately i had um, some assistance from the hospital um but um you know if Anxiety, I don't think at the time Anxiety UK was something that ABS were linked with, but as soon as they came on board, I was like, well, that's, that's a great idea, you know, and particularly because of the fact mm-hmm. that they can short circuit. You know, I've, I've got friends that are not architects, but they've, they've got children that need help from children's yeah. mental health charity. And of course, yeah. 
they are waiting nine months to a year to get the assistance from from CAMS. It's it is crazy because the NHS and all the services that are there are under such such pressure. So. Um, yeah, that maybe went off a little bit. Um, no, very, <laughs> no, it's, it's, no, no, no. I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you said a, a lot of things there that sort of, you know, resonated, I think, with a lot of people. And I, I think, you know, I was talking to a landscape uh, architect uh, last month, or maybe the month before, actually. Um, he was saying he'd, he's recently lost work that he quoted for at the tail end of last year that he was meant mm. to do in the spring mm. because the cost of materials have doubled. And I think one of the things he said to me was like, you know, just a, a sleeper um, would, would, you know, use this time last year cost 20 pounds is now 45. Yeah. So he's now like those, those jobs that he quoted for last year, which he was supposed to be doing this spring, he's just lost loads of them. And, yeah. uh, and he's just really worried about, you know, he's having to take on, um, Sort of more sort of commercial projects, um, which he, he, you know, wasn't really interested in doing, um, but um, for whatever reason. But yeah, I just, you know, he's he's not the only one out there. There's a lot more people. So we're going to get more people coming to us saying, especially sole practitioners, saying, hmm. you know, I, I have, you know, I'm not getting the work in that I expected to get in, and you know, worried about this, worried about that, which then leads to sort of you know that mental health decline that we spoke about but but yeah like i said i just urge people to please just check out our website um and come to us for support um if you know somebody experiencing any difficulty please refer them directly to us you know encourage them to to come forward a five minute conversation with one of our welfare officers which is strictly private and confidential could change your life so and all it is is just a five minute conversation so um don't be afraid please come forward and if you can please help us so we can continue to help people by supporting our cost of living crisis appeal um which uh has just gone live and um we you know thank you to all the people who have already started sort of donating towards it we really appreciate it and like i said that just that five pounds a month um can can make the, the, the you know we'll, change the life of somebody and really make that difference. You know, um, it's all about that long-term sustainable support. Um, and if you can, if you're in a position to do so, please just, you know, um, support us in any way you can. Brilliant. Thank you so much. That's really useful. I put the link up here. So I think now if anyone wants to get in touch, check out the Architects Benevolent Society, which is www.abs net.org.uk it's a proper charity um website domain i always have to double check that so absnet.org.uk you can reach out to me you can get in touch with me there's a lot of content on the architecture social which is the architecturesocial.com which will point you as well to the architects benevolent society but feel free to ask me questions feel free to ask Andy question as well as Mark. I can see we've got a comment that's come in from an anonymous user, so we'll never know who they are. But they said, well said, Mark and Andy. And oh, I agree. <laughs> well said, Mark and Andy. I'm going to do a round of applause. You two have been absolute gentlemen. Um, please stay on the stage one second while I turn off 
the live stream but for you listeners out there or watchers thank you so much for tuning in i really appreciate it i love what the abs does and i would encourage you all to have a quick look at it and share it and if you're fortunate enough to be help out others have a look at donating and if you are currently in a stressful situation yourself and a lot of this changes all the time then do not feel that pride that you don't want to um you couldn't call don't feel embarrassed call up and have a confidential chat with one last thank you before we go it says thank you for raising the subject especially when architecture and landscape is part of the construction driving growth in the economy thank you conrad for that conversation okay guys i'm going to end the live stream now thank you again in the audience and we'll see you soon take care all right bye-bye thank you